the internet, and welcome to this special episode of Geistbusters, starring Dan Jackroyd and Harold Gramus. Uh, I'm Jack. That is Miles. Oh, fuck yeah. This is what is trending this afternoon. Mm-hmm. What's new? I mean, Miles, what's new with you? What's new with me? Like, in general? Yeah. Or are you trying to lead into the first trend? Because I'll tell you what's new with me is my renewed sense of feeling good about L.A. sports uh, with the Lakers. Uh, just really doing what they had to do uh, against the Heat. It was real touch and go at times. I, I was full. I'm not going to lie. Full disclosure. I was fully prepared for the Heat to even the, ser- the series up. I really yeah, thought it could go I there. Um, but also still feeling confident in the Lakers. Who knows? Nothing is for certain. But now uh, Friday's game looks a little more uh, hopeful. And it, yeah. I didn't realize they were like the for people who have season tickets to the Lakers. That's not me. Um, one day, maybe it could be. They were offering like Rolls Bowl viewing parties like in your car. So like it was like a drive in Laker game, but in the Rolls Bowl parking lot. Uh, and like apparently they had some some decent uh, safety precautions in place. Did it happen? It, that that actually happened? Yeah. So oh, no. the thing is, they did it for the game last night because they thought, you know, this is where the marketing people shot themselves in the foot a bit. They thought it was going to be a sweep. So this was the first game that they mm-hmm. had. And they're like, oh, come to game four to watch us wrap it up at the mm-hmm. Rose Bowl. So now they're going to do it again Friday. Uh, and, you know, I, it'll we'll, we'll see what happens then. But now, yes, will those all- safety precautions mm-hmm. stay in place when people are celebrating? Uh, remains to be seen. But, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> but at there. least you'll so. have the option of staying inside your own car and uh, keeping the windows rolled up. The game was a good game. The Heat had Bam Adebayo back playing with Jimmy Butler, and Tyler Harrow or Hero was just out of his mind. Like that's a yeah. formidable opponent, man. That is the Heat are not a joke. They're a pretty pretty good team. Um, yeah. LeBron was looking shaky in the first half and then had a really great second half. AD hitting clutch shots. And still, I knew that was going in too. Woo. I haven't I had to it. root for the Lakers until LeBron came because uh, I always root for whoever LeBron's playing for. And then Frank Vogel, who's a coach I'm a fan of, came. And man, y'all are the worst uh, <laughs> Lakers fans, man. My friend, I was like, after after that shot went in, I was like, bang, bang. And he was like, you know, psyched. And then he was like, man, I don't know what's wrong with our offense. We look like shit. Like, I don't know I what. Know. I'm just like, That's yo, it. just Shut be up. happy that you're within a game of the finals. Like, yeah. the the Heat defense had the Celtics offense looking far worse than you guys are looking right now. Like, right. Uh, at least you're putting the ball in the basket enough to win games. It's um, just, I don't know what it is if it's because it's funny. Like a lot of my friends who are Laker fans, who we grew like you know like born into it. We didn't select the Lakers. It was just like the local team. Granted, yes, we were in the '80s, so we had Showtime and all that, and like there was a lot of energy around. But we lived through the Del Harris years, okay, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. got here. But I, th- but most of us are like, thank God, man, it just feels good to f- be able to fucking puff our chests up again. And I feel like yeah. there's a lot of other people who are just sort of so focused on like what the team looks like on paper, and they're just raging out like like as if they're like doing fantasy. We're like, this should be fucking what? What the fuck's going on here? Right. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm like, but we're still getting the Ws. 
and that's getting the W's in the, in the finals. That is the yeah. point of everything. All the anyway, speculation, all the offseason stuff. Um, I am happy for LeBron. I'm happy for Frank Vogel. I'm happy for uh, myself because all the Rondo haters out there, all the people who are texting me being like, tell, tell your boy Frank to take Rondo out. He's the worst player on the <laughs> team. He sucks. You can, oh, really? Frank needs to take him out. I was like, hmm. Playoff Rondo then showed up and made Frank look very smart. So um, anyways, shout out to the Lakers organization. Also shout out to the Heat because – uh, you got to respect the hell out of what they're doing, and the series yeah. is not over. And um, yeah, so that young fan who got to be posterized by LeBron in a finals game, uh, <laughs> that was a great moment for that young fan, that young man in the number 14 jersey, I believe. Fantastic. Great moment. You love to see so, that stuff. It was so interesting. So that was, you are, of course, referring to the time Tyler Harrow, uh, LeBron stole the ball, was on a breakaway. Tyler Harrow ran full speed into his body and then just went flying like he had Dude, just it been was bad looked like wipeout like that abc show like his <laughs> body just went it just was flying ragdoll physics in the opposite direction but yo tyler harrow is real good i've never seen somebody make one facial expression that made them look like go from looking like a, a grown up to a child like his his little snarl. It was like yeah. by putting that adult looking thing on his face, it just drew it into such harsh contrast. It would be like putting a, a mustache on a on a five year old. It was just like, <laughs> yo, what are you doing, my man? Um, but that oh, that was man. a that was a tough look. I mean, he still hit some big shots though. That dude is yeah, yeah, and it was you know, in he, good he, shape. He made a meal of that sure. contact too to try and make it look like a foul. But come yeah. on, come on, young man, you're you're not you're not gonna get that, and you yeah. should you know <laughs> let's we it's gotta know where a, we're at. It's not an offensive foul when you just bounce off of somebody's body like a, <laughs> no matter um, how how pained your face is yeah new zealand is trending uh <laughs> just somebody somebody tweeted this thing it's just nice to check in with what a sane world might look like uh had we gotten this covid thing under control obviously new zealand is an island uh far fewer mm -hmm. people so uh less of a level of difficulty but still you know by contact tracing by following scientific recommendations and medical recommendations, uh, they've got this thing in in a good place to the point that uh, a American who moved to New Zealand uh, <laughs> pointed out, he, they were like, you know, Americans are so impressed by New Zealand's handling of COVID, but they don't know like how good it is. Their most recent small cluster of cases uh, was followed in such detailed contact tracing and gene swabbing that they traced two cases to a trash can lid and an elevator button. Oh my god! It's just like that's, that's my level. new porn. That's that, my new porn. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that is what. It, like, take yourself back to 2019. Like, that's what you would expect from a modern country. Like a yeah. modern country should be able to pull that off. Well, but, modern or not, it's about having the culture within the nation that is yeah. about helping and protecting each other. You know what I mean? Like that's it's just the weirdest thing. Like what, most you mean countries, communism. Is that what you, <laughs> yeah, did right? you say? Communism. Fundament, oh. Fundamentally agree that it's like 
yeah, man, we got to take care of our people. That's kind of like the thing, you know, like it's like we're all in this thing trying to help each other out. But here it's like, I don't know, man. Do you have enough? What level of treatment can you afford? And also, uh, we don't give a fuck enough to even like to contact trace with the president, right. uh, mostly because he probably doesn't want to be revealed as patient zero or whatever the fuck that's going to be. But yeah, it's a. I guess that's what it is too. It's like I want to know. It's like you want to watch. Like you, you go to eat dinner at a family where, like where everyone's all loving and shit, and you're like, ah, oh, this is cool, man. This is fucking yeah, tight. right. And then you go, yeah. home and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Trump meltdown, Trump asymptomatic, Trump uh, trouble breathing, all things that are trending. He's apparently gasping for air still. Uh, although according to his doctors, he has been fully asymptomatic for 24 hours. Uh, and his dick has gotten bigger somehow. Right. Um, According to his just, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he's like, look, uh, Sprite can for scale. <laughs> but there's also Trump meltdown trending because he is just still fully on one uh, ever since he got out of Walter Reed and uh, got the good good that they were giving out. Um, he, you know, hopefully they can keep him on whatever... Uh, is keeping his mood stabilized, you know, uh, for for long enough that right. nothing bad happens. Um, but that's where that's where we're at. We're just we've got a volatile sociopath in charge of with his finger on the button, baby. So uh, the VP debate is happening tonight. May have happened by the time you hear this. I'm gonna go ahead and say that nothing that well. I won't. I won't make any predictions. They they're mm-hmm. going to be debating from behind plexiglass, which uh, Pence was uh, fighting at first and thought like they were. It, it's just an interesting. I still don't fully understand that angle that they are basically trying to make it. I th- I think basically like they were arguing that they shouldn't have to like stand behind plexiglass. Because that that would be acknowledging the virus too much, and like inside of the Trump Pence world, that like would be admitting defeat. I guess. Huh. I I don't I don't know. It all. It's there, there's so there's just so much dumb shit going on with the plexi, the fucking apparent ticket that's being left for Tupac at will call. Uh, there's all kinds of just. I don't. I'm sorry. Know. What. I did, not, so, I did not know about so, that last one. So Kamala Harris said that Tupac was like her favorite rapper. And then so the Jason Miller, who's one of the campaign advisors, like, we will leave a ticket for Tupac Shakur uh, for the debate in Salt Lake City. And he was like, I'm actually more of a Biggie fan, but we will have a, a ticket for Tupac. And people were like, they're like, OK, yeah, nice joke or whatever. Then the Trump communication manager was like, no, no jokes here. There will be a ticket for Tupac. It's like, what is this even? What are we do? What are we talking? What is this? Wait, why is the wait? So the Trump administration or the Trump campaign officials were saying they were leaving a ticket for Tupac. It's all just to troll her because at an uh, NAACP event, they're like Angela Rye asked her like, "Who's your favorite living rapper?" And she said Tupac. And they're like, "But Tupac's dead, honey." And she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm I, I'm sorry. Anyway, yes." But I, she's like, "But my favorite rapper is Tupac." Got it. So they're um, like, oh, does she know? So now they're being the gatekeepers of hip hop history and knowledge. I mean, <laughs> to be like, a lot oh, of okay, yeah, because you think Tupac isn't Tupac dead. She could have just been like, yeah, that's what you think. 
but she's like, um, okay, and you're gonna look dumb as fuck when he pulls up and takes the ticket. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um that would be 2020 also. Tupac right. reveals he's alive to claim his ticket in Salt Lake City to the vice presidential debate. To watch just <laughs> the the boringest debate. Um, and and he's know. MAGA, though. That's the other thing. Are you are you expecting to see fireworks tonight? Or are you going to be watching? I actually can't watch this debate. I'm, uh, I'll, I will watch the highlights for y'all uh, to, yeah, to do I'll, my duty. I mean, you know, Pence is, you know, he's better on the mic. So even though he's like not very like the com- most compelling person, but he's he's better with his words. Yeah. Uh, so he's like he's got that old school ability to like say awful shit, but like it sounds like boring policy talk. Um, yeah, he's I don't, to I, brag that he's Rush Limbaugh on decaf. <laughs> <laughs> that Did was, he really? That's, yeah, that's what he called himself. So that is such a shitty nickname, but I'll take it. Uh, yeah, he. I I think it'll be. I think we're gonna see some spice, some spicy swings coming out of the VP Harris uh, candidate. I think we'll see Pence with some weird, you know, uh, mistimed dog whistling. I don't know. I, I don't. I can't. Again, it's like anything. Everyone's so in their corners already that, regardless of what happens, uh, it'll there'll be at least one or two clips where people will be like, "And that's a wrap for the election." Yeah, I mean, but. Kamala has been great like tearing people apart uh on mic at like senate hearings i haven't like really been into her like even the time when she supposedly like owned biden in that first democratic debate i didn't think Mm -hmm. like it was that effective it just felt a little like yeah okay like it just a little calculated but like i mean that's fine it just wasn't like the most what uh, did you want what'd you want I don't know. It did, it just didn't feel like she was being authentic, which is a thing I think people value now, which is dumb, but still it's a thing that people value. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I also she, just wanted she, to leave Joe alone. Leave don't, Joe don't alone, on him. man. Come on, man. Uh, yes, he's the architect of one of the architects behind the <laughs> massive mass incarceration of the 90s, but do you have to dunk on him like that? Come on, man. They literally brought out a mini hoop and put it behind him, and then she <laughs> dunked on him. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm also doing the thing where I unconsciously, when I want someone to win, I lower the expectations, and that's also a tactic on in debating. You always want the lowest possible expectations for the person who is doing the debating, like they did yeah. with Bush, and then he mopped the floor with uh, Al Gore. Well, we'll see, man. It could be, you know, maybe uh, Kamala puts her Vince Carter, uh, you know, 2000 dunk contest shoes on uh, and just windmills the fuck out of Pence up there. But I don't know. But it's funny, though, like now even politics is like we measure in debate dunks now. Yeah. um, And that's what that's how we're going to score it now. (laughs) They're like, wow, Uh, Kamala Harris left her arm in the hoop and is dangling with her (laughs) arm in the hoop. After completing the dunk, I mean that is that's some serious arm strength. The reverse three sixty windmill when he let let him know that that he opened that dunk contest with that Vince Carter two thousand was it two thousand dunk contest two thousand or ninety nine yeah it was one it was like I think right, it was two thousand because right I, I feel it's like the first first year I was in high school and my friend basically. 
Yeah, it was, it was 2000. Yeah, it was our freshman year of high school. And then my boy, he ditched his Valentine's Day dance date to watch the dunk contest that day. And we were like, yo, we're wilding, but fine. That was the one time that was the right decision. That was such a great yeah, dunk contest. To this day, I mean, uh, we we laugh with like the homegirl that he left, like <laughs> like hanging like that. I mean, we, like, we're older and all chill now, but she's like, yo, that was fucked up. <laughs> I was like, hey, I wasn't cool enough to have a date that dance. So I was, you know, maybe I poisoned the well and was like, yo, we need to watch this Vince Carter dunk contest, bro. Don't just leave me here. <laughs> Uh, All right, that is going to do it for this episode of the Trending Zeitgeist. We are going to be back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, stay inside, wash your hands, wear a mask, don't do nothing about white supremacy, Uh, be kind to each other and be kind to yourselves. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.